Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Hebrews chapter 13. Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison, and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. Marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have, because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial food, which is of no benefit to those who do so. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp, and so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is yet to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name. And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority, because they must keep watch over you as those who must give an account. Do this so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no benefit to you. Pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation, for in fact I have written to you quite briefly. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all the Lord's people. Those from Italy send you their greetings. Grace be with you all. This chapter contains a lot of wise, practical instruction for all believers for all time. It starts out in verse 1 by saying, Keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. 
That is something that we need to be reminded of constantly in fellowships, in churches, in parachurch groups, home groups, in families. We need to be reminded that loving one another is a commandment from the Lord. In fact, Jesus said that to love God and to love our our fellow man on these two things, the whole Bible is based. And so keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. This is the first instruction. The second one is do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. Now, that's interesting. So I don't know how many of you are hospitable, hospitable to strangers especially, but the Bible says we should not forget to show hospitality to strangers. And it goes on to say that by doing so, some people have unknowingly entertained angels. And so um, I don't know for a fact that I've ever had an angel interact with me and pretend to be a human being or a stranger. I have gone out of my way to do things for strangers from time to time. Because I'm aware of this verse, I've been on the lookout for strangers that might be angels, but I don't think I've ever encountered any. It's possible I have. Perhaps we'll get to heaven and find out that we really were um, interacting a lot of times with uh, those that we thought were humans and um, uh, strangers to us were actually angels that the Lord had sent among us for perhaps our testing, perhaps for instruction, perhaps for you know reasons we don't know. And so the Bible says that we're to be people of hospitality, and um, the Lord is watching that. It goes on to say in verse 3, continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison. And so this admonition to visit the prisoners, Jesus uh, mentioned that as we visit the prisoners in his name, it's as if we visited him. So that doesn't pass away. That's an instruction for everybody for all of time. Perhaps you've never been involved in prison ministry. Perhaps you um, are afraid, but it's a good thing to do to be involved in prison ministry. And I've done a, a great deal of speaking in prisons. And um, perhaps you should seek out opportunities to do so as well. Verse 4, marriage should be honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all of the sexually immoral. And so this this idea of marriage, uh, marriage being honored by all, and the marriage bed kept pure, and not having uh, multiple sexual partners and so forth, this is a constant throughout the scriptures. Sexual immorality is sin. And so we're to be um, uh, one man, one woman, married forever is the intent of heaven. We know that because mankind has fallen, uh, that's not always the, uh, the mark that people live by, but that is the plan and the intent of heaven. Verse 5, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Now, that's a good instruction. Money is not a problem. The love of money can be a problem. And we're to keep our lives free from the love of money. It goes on to say in that verse 5, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. In other words, he's enough. You don't have to worry about your money. You have to worry about your relationship with God. This doesn't mean um, not to be prudent and um, uh, reasonable with your finances. But it says our focus should be on God, not on the money. Our love should be toward God, not toward our money, nor the things that you can acquire with your money. Jesus doesn't change his ways. Uh, We often change our ways. I've just gone through five verses that our culture has viewed differently um, from time to time. But Jesus doesn't change his ways. Verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And so the fact is, that he's God. 
He set things in motion. He put his word before us to show us how to live. And so we're to bring our lives into agreement with his word. We don't try and shape his word to agree with our lives. We try to bring our lives into submission to what's written. Verse 9, do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by eating ceremonial food, which is of no benefit to those who do so. And so apparently this strange teachings admonition had to do with some kind of food issue that was arising in that period of time. But there are plenty of strange teachings uh, floating around in the church of Jesus Christ today. And we're not to be um, enthralled with those or to go after them with a, a lot of curiosity and passion. We're to be pursuing the Lord and and uh, the scriptures as delivered by the saints, once delivered um, the 66 books of the canon of scripture. By the way, I commend you for listening to this program where we read the Bible daily and talk about the Bible. Um, it's to your credit that you're interested in hearing the word of God. Verse 15, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise the fruit of lips that openly profess his name, and do not forget to do good and to share with others, for such sacrifices God is pleased with. So through Jesus, we're to continually offer the sacrifice of praise. We're to praise his name, we're to confess his name, we're to uh, give glory and honor to his name in our speech around other people and in our private devotional lives. We're to lift up the name of Jesus. I have a a private prayer between myself and the Lord that I'll share with you now. I have uh, prayed often and I will continue to pray that the Lord would give me the grace for the last word I speak before I pass into eternity would be the name of Jesus. Now, I'm not planning to die anytime soon, but I would like for my last word to be Jesus. And so I I pray that that will be uh, the name that I can offer. I can praise and adore openly before I pass from this reality into glory. It goes on to say, do not forget to do good and to share with others because this is pleasing to God. And we are to be generous people. We are to be people of, of righteousness and righteous acts. The writer then says that we're to obey our spiritual leaders and to pray for them. And um, as a spiritual leader, as a pastor, I really solicit your prayers. I need your prayers. I do the best I can, and I try to live honorably, but I need your prayers to hear clearly from God and to to follow the Holy Spirit properly and to discern what the, the Lord is saying from the Scriptures. All Christian leaders need that. I think if God's people prayed for their leaders as much as they complain about them, they would have much better leadership. And so I'm not saying that about my church, but about the universal church. Often people are more quick to complain and to criticize than to pray. And so pray for leaders in Christ. It's very important. Now, this chapter ends with an apostolic blessing. Actually, it it, uh, goes on a little bit after the apostolic blessing. But I want to just speak this apostolic blessing over you and over the metro region today and finish up this program today with this blessing. And so the position of a disciple to receive a blessing is to lift up your hands toward the person blessing. And as I'm uh, recording this, I'm lifting up my right hand uh, for the impartation of blessing. And the words I speak come with the power of God and the impartation of the Spirit of God. Now may the God of peace 
who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.